Welcome back to the Mami Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today we have Stefan, the keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and investor. Thank you, Stefan, for getting into the show. Hi, Rohit. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Would you just like to give a quick intro of yourself first, how you got started, and how everything is going in your life so far? Absolutely. So uh, I'm Stephen Short from Successful Succession here in Dublin in Ireland um, on the west coast of Europe. Uh, so I've grown up in two family businesses. Excuse me. Uh, I've grown up in two family businesses. I uh, bought both of them. I sold one of them. And now I'm focusing on the other one, which is all about uh, personality profiling, psychometrics, career guidance, and helping people to find the right careers for them. Uh, you got started with the family business. So you said like you've been into family businesses as well, right? So I've been involved in family businesses. I've My birthday is in the summer. Um, and we used to run summer camps for teenagers. So I have spent all of my birthdays working my 12th birthday, my 16th birthday, 18th, 21st, 30th, 40th. They've all been busy days for work. What would you like to speak about the four assets that come into the family business? Uh, so the four S's are the, the four things that can really happen with a family business where, uh, if you are the founder of the family business, or if you're the founder of the business, there's four things that can happen when you decide either you pass away, you die tragically, or um, you decide that you want to retire and you don't want to run the business anymore. The first is the first S is stop. If you want to stop the business, the business just stops. The the entity stops running and, and everything stops happening uh, and the doors close. Mm -hmm. The second S is sell. So you can sell the business, you can sell it on to other people, you can sell it on to other industry people, suppliers, yeah. um, somebody else. Uh, and there's lots of companies, there's lots of private firms that can help you uh, maximize that. Yeah. The other S that I see is survive. So this to me is where they, the founder or the current generation just puts somebody in place to oversee the business, just to keep things ticking along. For me, this is tragic because survive is really just a prolonged stop because this person doesn't really have the passion for it. They don't really have the interest in, in building it. So actually the market starts to, to erode any of the profits or any of the goodwill. And over time, it's just a very long and painful stop. The fourth S is the one that I'm most interested in and that's scale. That's putting the right person in the right place for now to be able to scale the business and get us to the next level. Best small businesses who scale the best. I mean, it, it really depends on, uh, on from industry to industry. I mean, there's people who have done, who have pivoted from generation to generation, who have moved in different directions, yeah. who have taken what they've brought. I mean, you could have, there's an example in Ireland of a bakery who the next generation created cafes and lots of other bakeries and lots of other mm -hmm. brands. And then the next generation is, is taking over a, a huge uh, retail and hospitality wing. So different people are able to bring different strengths to it. So scaling is, is really just growing year on uh, generation on generation. And what are the five P's of succession planning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is when I first decided that I needed to figure out how this succession stuff worked um, because uh, I nearly walked away from the family business. I nearly walked away because if I, I felt if I stayed in the current environment that we were in, the, the, conversations with my parents and myself 
that my kids would never see their grandparents because we wouldn't be able to be in the same room as each other because we were fighting about so many different things. Yeah. So I figured, and, and I started doing the research and I started interviewing people, I started talking to people in family business and I started reading up as much as I could. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have these five P's of a uh, successful succession, which is the first P is the purpose. What is it that we're here to do? What is the business here to do? What's the, the ultimate goal of the business? The second then is pick. Who is it? Who is the right person to see us through the next 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years? And it doesn't have to be the same person for that whole time. You could actually have um, uh, uh, very clearly, you could have a, an option where actually this person is the best person to scale us in the next 10 years. But then once we get to a certain point, we actually need um, her brother or somebody else to, to just see us through and have us on a more even keel. So who's the pick? The third P then is... Um, prepare uh so how do we prepare the next generation how do we make sure that they're ready to go how can we coach them how can we train them what kind of information do they need uh what can we do to make sure that they're ready to pass the baton the fifth then is uh, the fourth is then promote so there's two reasons there's two meanings of promote one is you actually give the next generation the job you actually allow them to take the position you promote them to the position of seniority but the second meaning of promote is also that the current generation has to be their biggest cheerleader. They have to be telling everybody, yep, yeah, absolutely, this is the person, this is junior is um, junior is going to be the best uh, person to, to take over that or answer that question or something like that. And then the fifth P is patience um, because uh, stuff's going to happen um, and things are, are going to go wrong. So we need to be able to fix that. What would you like to say about the family business mindset? There, there's a couple of things that um, people need to be aware of. The first is the current generation have put blood, sweat and tears into the the business. Uh, and they are the hero of their story. They are the hero that goes through the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is a, is a, a structure for being able to tell how people change. So if you've seen any um marvel superhero any of these journeys where people change along the way that's called the hero's journey and they mm -hmm. are the hero of their own story but once they come to a certain point they have to come full circle come back to the normal world instead of being in the special world the special place of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. they have to come back and become the mentor of the next generation's hero's journey and what i see a lot of the time is that the current generations they can't let go of being the hero they can't let go of being the main person in that story and then they don't allow they hinder the next person they hinder the next generation from actually taking up the mantle um and really what i want to encourage current generations to do is to to go from being the hero of their story to the mentor of the next generation story it's fi fundamentally and vitally important that they do that because otherwise everything clashes and you can't get uh, a mix uh, it happened it happens all all the time um, the next one then is the understanding and the reason that the current generation has to become the mentor and stop being the hero of their own story is because what got you here is not going to get them there. Things yeah. have changed so much in the last, even the last 20 years, how we do business, how we market, how we product, how we produce things, how we interact with each other. It has changed so much. So the skill sets that you as the current generation had were the skill sets for that world. But that world has changed. So um, as much as we all want to keep up, and I mean, my father is 81 years of age. He's still doing, he's still training people how to be uh, in, in psychological assessments. 
he's still doing Zoom calls, he's still doing Zoom webinars, but it's not his natural state. I, it's much more normal for me or even my kids to be setting up these different Zoom studios and things like that because it's the world that they live in. Because the skills that my father had and the skills that I have are not the, going to be the same skills that my kids are going to need to be successful in their world. And then the third mindset that people, that the next generation needs to understand is they need to get both internal and external development. Mm -hmm. um, they need to be able to get information, either training, experience, or something else outside of the family business to be able to take that and bring it into the family business. But they also need to start as low as possible. Just because you have an Instagram account doesn't mean that you're the marketing manager for the company, yeah. um, <laughs> for the business, for the family business. You've got to actually start as low as possible and work your way up now you're coming and you're working your way up in a way that other people you have advantages that other people in the organization who start at the same level as you don't have that your family is going to be coaching you because ultimately you're going to be taking over the business so um you you do have those advantages but the idea is you need to learn as much about the business as you can before you start taking on that responsibility what words do you have about the Inside hustle. So inside hustle, this is so we all know. Well, you we're probably all familiar with the phrase having a side hustle, having a business on the side, yeah. having a little thing yeah, on the yeah, side. Yeah, to, yeah, 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 real. What I want to challenge family businesses to do, especially if they're looking to welcome in next generation people into the business, is to decide, is to discover and to do the work to find an inside hustle. What's a project which is taking the existing business? but adding a new bit to it. So is there a new service or is there a new product or is there a new something which is not core to what we currently do, but is kind of similar as an adjacent thing or is a new R&D development and have the next generation build and run that project. They get to use, they get to see the culture of the business. They get to use some of the resources of the organization, but they're not putting everything at risk. They're learning how the business works. They're learning how the industry works. They're learning how all this stuff happens in real time in the business, if it's successful, it can be molded back into the company. It might even become the main part of the business once it's proven to be a successful model. Or if it doesn't, it can be, okay, it's not the main business. Uh, let's take what we've learned and see what we can apply into our uh, business. So I'm I'm very keen for people to, to take on this idea of building an inside hustle within their organization to allow the next generation to learn everything that they can. The example is when we did, we used to have an English language school. So we ran summer, we ran an English language school just for adults. And then when I was growing up, we started running summer camps. So mm -hmm. I started running the summer camps to learn how to put together classes, how to put together courses, how to put together marketing, how to do this, that, and the other. It was a small piece of the business, but it allowed me to learn how to deal with teachers, deal with students, deal with host families, deal with all the stuff that I needed to do wow. without necessarily rocking the main language school. But by the time we sold that business, we had built that up to about 25% of our 25 to 30% of our overall revenue. And that was just in mm -hmm. one month of the summer. So we built it up to be a really substantial part of the business. There are other things that we tried out, like online learning, blended learning way before COVID, like this 10 years ago, um, that didn't work. But we took what we learned and we applied it into the business to make it uh, better. So there were some things that worked and some things that didn't. Tell me the big story behind the Disney princess. Why are you known for Disney princess? <laughs> so I was involved for many years. I still am involved in the Global Student Entrepreneur Awards, which is a, a, a competition, a global competition for university students who own and operate their own business. Uh, it's GSEA.org. Mm -hmm. And three years ago now, we were we had our global finals in Macau. 
um, in China and we had 50 students from around the world representing 50 different countries, all competing for the title. Okay. As it happened, there was also um, a documentary crew that wanted to do uh, a documentary on student entrepreneurship. So they used our competition as a backdrop for the competition. They followed five of the students. They told their stories and they did everything else. So I'm in the background and because I, I was the, the MC of the competition and I was the chair of the competition. So I was involved in some of the background stuff and talking on camera and explaining some of the things to, to participants. And that show got that uh, documentary is now on Disney Plus and National Geographic. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm on Disney Plus, which means that I am a Disney princess. What's the right way to scale the family business? The, one of the one of the kind of thought experiments that I do with with people that I talk to about this is. What if I was to say to you that I believe that no family member should ever join the family business because mm -hmm. it's so crucial that the family business is set up in a way that it is there to support the best of the next generation. So what can we do now in our business? So if our business is, is on this track, but yep. actually the next generation is their strength is over here. Um, so let's say we're in production, but the next generation, their strength is in people. Yep. How can we move the business just by one or two degrees now so that in 10 years time, it's on a trajectory that is going more towards the people track, still keeping the core business, but it is we're able to set the business up for success to for the next generation to come in and hit the ground running. So they the company is playing to their strengths rather than trying to get them to change their personality to fit the mold of the company that currently exists because the currently company is going to change anyway. So having an idea and having an understanding of what is going to set the next generation up for success and what can we do now to, to put it on the right trajectory for that. Quick advice you have for the small business owners to get and keep going into the small businesses. Like a few tips. Yeah, I mean, really, it's just about having conversations. Business is all about people, uh, and family businesses is even more about people. Um, start having those conversations. Uh, do do the next generation want to take over? Uh, I would also encourage people not to have those conversations at the family dinner table or in the office. They should be out mm -hmm. somewhere else. So go out for dinner, go out for a coffee in a neutral place, in a neutral setting, and have those conversations and see what people want to do. Um the the other thing that i would say is if you're if you're the current generation of a family business and you're interested in the kids joining the business don't be don't see your kitchen table as the only place in the world that you can vent about all oh, this stupid employee or this idiot vendor or this idiot supplier yes. or something <clears throat> because if all your kids are hearing at dinner is every day you giving out about the company how on earth are they going to be interested in joining that? That sounds like hell on earth. Why would I join the family business? Exactly. So be, oh, being open and sharing, like what are the things you like about working for yourself? What are the things you like about the business? Like what are the bits that bring you joy? Why are you going in every day? Um, and having those conversations and seeing what parts of the business your next generation might also be interested in. Cool, Stefan. Well, thanks. Thank you so much for getting into the show and sharing these insights, I guess. Like I think... Audience will love that and will love it. So, yeah, thank you so much for getting into the show. My pleasure. Thanks a million.